is take your image off the throne, the name of Joel Osteen's sermon this week, or was that what my wife said to me when I tried to put a portrait of myself behind the wall of my toilet? <laughs> I think it's both. I think I, I could totally see you putting a portrait of yourself behind your toilet, but I do believe it's the title of Joel's sermon this week. Let's look at the tail of the tape, big guy. Take your image off the throne. Originally aired September 11th. It lasted 27 minutes and 24 seconds short. Pre-sermon joke was about a baseball player in heaven. The always important ask for money graphic did not pop up until 13 minutes and 20 seconds in. The giant earth globe behind Joel turns on its axis 24 times during the sermon. The Joel Crocodile Tears moment of the week did not come. Joel did not cry this week. That was a large bummer in my opinion. Joel, so tastefully dressed. Gray blue suit, which, by the way, I don't know if you want to back me up on this. I think he's wearing the same suit for every sermon. It's this plaid thing. He's worn it for like three in a row. Is there a possibility he's wearing the same suit every week? He might be. It's a, probably a super expensive suit. Maybe he thinks it's good enough. Okay. Well, and damn, the mullet was popping this week. Thank you, Joel. Here we go, Brandon. Let's play the game that's sweeping the nation. Can I sum up the Joel Osteen sermon in one sense? In Take Your Image Off the Throne, Joel is basically saying the image people have of you is not important. Therefore, Kim Kardashian is going straight to hell. I am not sure that's exactly what the sermon was about this Damn week, it. but I think uh, maybe if we remove the Kim Kardashian part going straight to hell, he is saying, don't worry about what anybody thinks about you. Just like your parents would say, sticks and stones may break your bones, <laughs> right? Words can never hurt you. Joel's, Joel's philosophy and his words are as true now as they were in his own time. Okay, I have a large confession, a really large confession to make before we get going today, Brandon. Oh, I feel like good. someone was punking me while I was watching the sermon, or like the sermon was Spinal Tap remake or Tested <laughs> Show. Joel is saying the image people have of you is not important, yet the image of Joel Osteen is perfection. He's got perfect teeth, hair, clothes, perfect wife, kids, forehead, forehead, Botox, church, forehead, a giant bank account. And to wrap this up, he's never done a damn thing wrong. He is perfect. He's the image of perfection. Yes, in this week's sermon, He's saying perfection doesn't matter. Was I getting punked in this? Well, I know how deeply you care about Joel. And I believe do. He is your guru. Yes. You know that I'm a little skeptical of Joel. Damn it. But I think that Joel was saying uh, I, my favorite part in the whole sermon was when the the old pastor calls him up. Oh. Uh, famous written oh. books. Of course, he doesn't say the name. Oh. But he says, 
you know, he was going to tell Joel how to do things. But Joel said, I got to I got to stand by my by my uh, what does he call his destiny? I got to stay with my destiny and I'm going to do what I need. I'm not going to I'm not going to allow him to, to take me off my throne. So, yeah, I think Joel, that's maybe where Joel thinks that you're trying to take him off his throne when you're taking him away from his destiny. I have expected at one point and I'm not kidding about this. I have expected him to unzip his suit and underneath this perfect suit, he'd be dressed like a hobo. And then he'd finish the sermon <laughs> as a hobo so we could get the point that he's not perfect. Was there a chance that would happen? I think there's absolutely zero chance that Joel would ever show anything less than a perfect image. Oh. I think that you're, you are right. It is a big part of his mantra. He wants you to feel good and he wants <laughs> you to trust him. And, and doggone it, people like him. All right, let's see if Brandon did actually go to Joel Church this week. Brandon finished this phrase from Take Your Image Off the Throne. When you, what you think of me is none of my business. Correct. What you think of me is none of my business. So we don't care what anybody thinks and we shouldn't want to even know. All right, so moving past the point that Joel is perfect and we're not, Brandon. Society and our neighbors more and more are saying, you need to have the perfect family, the perfect lawn, the perfect Instagram account. Please do not ever mention anything unpleasant that is ever going on in your life. Joel says everyone is dealing with something. So I think now is the perfect time for you to share with us about your herpes problem. Go ahead. <laughs> but it aren't like 80% of all people around the planet <laughs> or 90% have some sort of herpes simplex. So I, I don't really, I've never, I've, I haven't spent a whole lot of time pondering that. Honestly, Larry, I think that, that once again, Joel in his own sugary saccharine way has taken a little bit of philosophical truth uh, about not list, not worrying about what other people say, which is exactly what my parents said to me when maybe I came home from the schoolyard and someone was saying, you're ugly or dumb or whatever it was. You just don't worry about that. Joel is saying the same thing. I think he took a lot of it out of context, but he made his audience feel good. And that's what's important. Joel goes on to say, trying to keep up the image you are given off is eventually going to wear you down. That's yet to happen, by the way, for Kim Kardashian. But for us, keeping up the face of it all is going to wear us down. So eventually we're all going to get rent worn down, Brandon. Now I got to ask you: Is the true is 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 the Joel Olstein fan number one? The yes. single biggest Joel Olstein fan on the planet. Correct. Do d didn't this sound like a, just a, re a regurgitation of everything we've ever heard? No, are you everything saying no? On that, absolutely. That saying not. basically that I'm we're, offended. We're, we're, if we if we wear a mask, if we I'm pretend offended. that we're something we're not, it's only going to hurt us, not others. Isn't that what it was about? No. I can't, I dare you. I hate when you lump all his other sermons into this same sermon. That's honestly, it's blasphemy. Well, I mean, I just, maybe I just heard it wrong then, but I feel like that's Joel's way of, of kind of taking uh, sort of general platitudes and running with them. He's the king of the platitude. Damn, Mom, you're pissing me off. All right, you do not get to choose your Joel Osteen bad theological moment of the week because there's a clear winner, Brandon. Joel was very clear this week that King Saul cared about his looks and what people thought about him while king david did not king saul took the wrong chickens while david danced nude in the celebration of god and by the way he danced better than michael jackson according to joel osteen we all know king saul went nuts and king david ended up boning one of his most dependable general's wife and then killed off that general saul's the bad guy david's the good guy once again it's not joel's fault he doesn't have bad uh, has bad theology because he didn't get any theological training brandon 
I'm going to have to push back a little bit here, Larry, because I think the bad theological moment was talking about the prodigal son. Oh, because he basically says, you know, the prodigal son, (laughs) he didn't want people to think ill of him and bad of it. I'm like, I have read that passage a million times, and I don't think anyone on any level, any theologians ever said, yeah, the prodigal son just didn't want people to think bad of him. What they say is he ran out of everything. He was starving. He said, listen, I'm so desperate. I'm dying here. Take me in. I will work in your pig pens, father. And the whole point of that is that the father, God, will take you back no matter how lowly you've fallen. But for some reason for Joel, it was that prodigal son really cared about how people thought about him. And it was that was the reason why he was forgiven is because he said, I'm no longer going to care what anybody thinks about me. But I was like, wait, but wasn't he starving anyway? Oh, I love that you went rogue with your own bad theological moment of the week. Your, your Joel Osteen friend of the week, Brandon, is described as an entertainment giant, an action movie star who becomes obsessed with his image, whose wife almost leaves him, but turns it all around because he's one of Joel's friends. Who is Joel's giant entertainment friend? I did a little research, Brandon. Is it Tyler Perry, better known as Medea? Is it Jimmy Fallon? Is it Mariah Carey? Hmm. Wow. I, I wouldn't have thought anyone, but I, I'm going to guess Mariah Carey? I think you might be right, although she's not a giant action star. But I think uh, when you Google Joel and his celebrity friends, Mariah Carey is very prominently featured in the uh, search of Is it possible? Just possible. And again, I know you are the president and treasurer of the Joel Olstein fan club. Is it possible that he made this person up? Once again, I really want to punch you in the face when you say (laughs) stuff like that. I don't feel like you're putting, you're taking yourself off your throne when you do that. People are going to think ill of you if you do that. I have a writing candidate because when I first heard it, I feel like he's talking about the rock, but, um, I, I could find no connection between Joel Osteen and the rock. So Mm. I don't think it could be him. Uh, you mentioned this earlier, lots of pastors called Joel in the sermon this week. One prominent pastor called Joel to tell him that their 15-year-old daughter was pregnant and he was worried about what everyone was going to think. One other prominent pastor called him when Joel's dad died and tried to tell him what to do with the church. And yes, another pastor, as you mentioned this before, had the gall to call Joel and tell him what his destiny would be. Brandon, has anyone ever called you and told you what your destiny was going to be? No, I I do wonder if there wasn't a pastor that did call him and say, you are spreading a false message. No. And Joel didn't want to say that out no. loud. I'm, I'm just no. I'm spitballing here, but no. I, I could see any of those things as a scenario that could happen. Did they happen? No one knows. But okay. the great Joel Olstein. I am not in the evangelical world, and you clearly are because you're a very solid church member. Do people call up? people in the evangelical world and tell them what their destiny is this is a common occurrence i i personally not had that experience i i can't say that it doesn't happen okay perhaps it happens to joel because he is joel so if someone were to call up in the next hour or so hey say larry your destiny will be i should uh you you should move to houston texas (laughs) And go to Lakeland Church. I think that uh, maybe because you've been officially joled, if that happens. <laughs> okay. Joel wraps things up this week with a little Shadrach. What kind of name is that? Meshach. Who's got a name like a Shadrach? Meshach and a bad nigga. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
How you like that? Is that a song? Yeah, dude. I sing it when I was in church when I was a little kid. It's terrible. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, three Jewish dudes who were thrown. Teenagers, Hebrew teenagers. He doesn't say Jewish. The Jews, uh, they were thrown into the fire by the great King Nebuchadnezzar. Thank you for that. Because they would not bow down to an idol, Doble, and did not care that nobody else was bowing down to the idol. I feel like he missed the mark a little bit here. I don't think they were caring about image. No, I don't think it had anything to do with image. But you know what? Don't ever, ever let the truth get in the way of a good Olstein moment. All right, Brandon. It was, that's all it really was. Let's wrap it up with your Joel questions for life. Brandon, do you need to take off your mask? Absolutely, every day. Brandon, is it easy being you? No. Listen to this one. This one this one really counts, Brandon. It counts for 5,000 bonus points. Is Joel Osteen perfect? I'm going to say no. I know that's going to make you mad, but I'm going to say no. Pissing me off this week. All right, everybody. Let go. Let God. Let Joel. Phew. I told you I was a crybaby, but you just feel very rewarded.